Communion season is upon us and a new study has revealed the average child receives a whopping 600 euro in gifts. And uh, that is certainly not small money, is it? But what exactly should parents advise children to do with this money? And how much do you think is appropriate. We've been asking listeners on Live 95's Instagram page this morning. Brian says €100 Euro is an appropriate gift to a child for First Communion. Uh, Mary, on the other hand, says €20. Euro. What do you think about it? Uh, well, uh, we have on the line a few experts, including Car- uh, Caroline Long, who's CEO of Limerick and District Credit Unions. Good morning to you, Caroline. How are you doing? Good morning, Joe. And it's lovely to be having communions again. It is, yes. Yeah, people getting together in the a proper way post-pandemic, that's for sure. So what advice would you give parents in general, including around that thorny subject of having the conversation with the child? Well, you can't keep all this money and just spend it on presents or sweets or whatever you want. We've got to do something more sensible with it. Yeah, to be honest with you, um, 600 euros for a small child of eight, to be going out spending, you know, in one go, it's not a good um, lesson to be giving your child. I think at that age they start, you know, they're at that age that they've kind of realised what money can do or what they can spend it on or, you know, the, the benefits of it. So I would be saying to any parent, yes, indeed, spend some, but agree with the child how much they're going to spend, you know, depending on something the child might want. And, and, you know, make a big occasion of going out buying that with the child and using their own money for it. I would believe that this is the, the age that you start children saving. Saving is a habit that will, um, will stand to them for their entire life. So I actually think that this is the time that you start that habit going. So you encourage them, you bring them in, you open an account with them and make a big fuss of now you have your money in your book. And just when children get money then afterwards from different people for different things, that perhaps, you know, you'd say, okay, you're after getting 10 euros. Would you put some of that, maybe two or three euros into your account and, and, and um, you know, spend whatever you want on, 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 on with the rest of it? But I do think it's the time. It is a very, very good time because it's their first time having a large amount of money that's, act, that's actually theirs. Right. The other, Go on, yeah. The other thing I would encourage as well is, you know, it's a time to maybe say, you know, your teacher has been very good to you and she's done so much with you or whatever, or your grandparent or your aunt or, you know, that have helped you with the, all your preparations for your communion. Why don't you get them a little bunch of flowers or, you know, just to, to give them the idea that they thank people and maybe with something. I, I, I think that's cool. a lovely idea. But honestly, do you think kids, you know, oh, this is my bunch of money and you want me to give flowers <laughs> to my teacher? Yeah, but some of them, some of them love to do something. Some of them, you know, you know, something very small. Even, you know, some children just um, do like the, the idea of wrapping up something and bringing it in and giving it to somebody. So I think it is probably something that you know some children won't. They won't. They won't spend a penny on anybody else. But it is a time for parents to encourage children mm. to maybe think about and, it. And Caroline, what sort of savings accounts can children open? Well, children can open an account. Now, what we always encourage is a child and a parent to open an account. So the, the child opens the account with the parent and um, would start saving. Now, we would always encourage when children come in and if they come in with a bundle of whatever, um, a small 
uh, coins or whatever, two or three euros that they want to save, we would make a big fuss of them. All of our staff would make a big fuss of them because most of our staff are parents themselves and understand how important it is for children to start saving at a young age. Mm. But is it in co-ownership an account if it's a child's account because the parent has access to it? Yes, a child's account in the credit union, we would open a joint account with a parent. And our reason for that, Joe, is perhaps when a child comes to 15 or 16 and there might be a bit, of, quite a bit of money in their account, maybe a parent mightn't want the child to take that money out, you know, yeah, and yeah. use it for a purpose that, the, you know, that wouldn't be in the best interest of the child. So usually what we would say to parents, a parent is the best person to know when their child is able to take over that account and do it themselves. Okay. Uh, stay with us, Caroline Long, CEO of the Limerick and District Credit Unions, and Kel Gallivan, Mrs. Smart Money, and you'd have seen Kel on social media is on the line. Morning. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Good morning, Caroline. No, the, kind, morning. Of, the kind of money we're talking about there, you know, 600 or, or more, feels like an awful lot for a seven, eight, nine-year-old child, doesn't it? But it is, if you think about it, if you gave that to an adult, wouldn't they be delighted? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Can't you imagine what a, what a child might be thinking? They think all their Christmases have come out once, they've won the, the kid lottery on a day like that. So look, it is, it's like 600 euros. That, that can be, and depending on the child, it can be quite an overwhelming amount of money to even take in to go, like, this is yours, and it's been handed to them in 20s and 50s and all that kind of thing during the day. So I think sometimes kind of take a little step back to give the child a minute just to kind of slow down and just absorb that. They have this amount of money that's theirs because it can, it, it, it's a lot. And particularly in this day and age, I think any parent would be like, <laughs> like Caroline was saying, yeah. like, you, instead of buying, buying the teacher a bunch of flowers, could you buy your mom the milk? <laughs> and do you know the other thing for uh, younger children now, a lot of them don't see cash very much anymore. They don't see their parents handling cash very much anymore because people are paying by Revolut and TAP and all of that, don't they? Yes. So we're in this kind of strange time with money. So like in one sense, like as adults, like we, we grew up in a cash society. Most parents would have grown up in a cash society. So we got to evolve along with it. So we we were small, like we would have touched coins. Like money is quite colourful and it's quite tangible and it's quite sensory. And now we, we were able to make the transition as everybody was making the transition more to plastic and, and digital and stuff. And sometimes with kids, they're, they're not going to see that to the same level we would have had. So again, it's so looking at it from their perspective. So they suddenly have this cash, this overwhelming amount of cash. And we just kind of assume that they're able to handle it really easily. So I think definitely if it is cash, take it step by step with the kids. And there's loads of different ways you can do it. And every parent will know their child differently. But I know if, if it's their first time dealing with that amount of cash, potentially yeah. it might be worth doing well, like the three-jarred method or I, something like I that. I just, I mean, I had a, a nightmare scenario in Smith's a few weeks ago where um, I was the responsible adult and um, child walking around having got these Smith's vouchers for birthday presents I had no control over what was going on at all and it was just like there was stuff being produced and this and that and I was being there my vouchers which they were you know I mean and it came to a point where I was going well maybe maybe we'll hold that voucher for the next no I want this and I want that and it, it was it, it, you know it was a struggle and like, I think most kids react that way if they if they get it and it's given to them as a present, you know, there is a point that they're going to the, the, the parents, well, can I, not, can I not use the voucher the way I want to use the voucher? Yeah, and, and that's where, uh, as the adult, 
we kind of have to maybe, yes, absolutely, the money is theirs, it is theirs to spend, but put a little bit of structure around it and maybe, like that, say, going to Smith's, if it is a Smith's voucher, then just bringing one voucher with them and saying, okay, look, this is what we're going to spend today and then we'll go maybe the in a month's time and we'll get the next thing and the next thing. Or another way of doing it might be before you even go into Smith's because it's, like, it's laid out so well, there's so many toys, again, another overwhelming sensory experience, is to discuss, well, what do you what do you want from a toy perspective? And let them do a little bit of research beforehand so that it might be... That's a great a, idea. Yeah. And just Why didn't little, I think of that? <laughs> we're all human, Joe. We're all human. We don't always get these things right. But like, let the kids kind of focus, like if they're into games or if they're into dolls or puzzles or whatever it is, and go, well, what would you really like? Before they look at all these different choices, because, like, choices, again, like there's this paradox of choice. If there's too much choice, we can't make a good choice. But if you say, look, okay, we're going to go for the puzzles this time. You really like puzzles. And and trying to keep them in that aisle for that time. And then the next day, look, we'll, we'll go down the, the doll aisle or whatever. And just make it easier on them to make clear decisions for themselves by taking away some of the choice and then just channeling it down when it comes to actually making that decision. And then it's it's easier on you as the parent, but it's also easier on them because, okay, I'm getting my puzzle this week. I'm going to go down in this aisle and I'm going to use this voucher for this thing. And it just makes everything that bit more valuable and that bit nicer and that bit easier. Okay. Uh, we're also joined by the money doctor, John Lowe, along with Kel and Caroline. And Dan, by the way, has been saying to us on 0861239595, you can WhatsApp or text us, not a hope am I giving a hundred euro, Joe, to a child for their first communion. Twenty if they're lucky. I only work 60 hours a week. Are you mad? Well, uh, John Lowe, what do you think about the whole concept, I suppose, of handing cash over uh, on First Communion Day? Well, it's, it's a really interesting subject because I think there's a, a sense of entitlement from the children. Uh, I mean, I, you can go back to Christmas, to, you know, when, when the child wakes up and sees all these presents from Santa at the end of the bed, goes downstairs and sees this little, small little present that's from the mum and dad. and said, only, only for Santa, I, I'd get nothing at Christmas. You know, there's, there's that kind of sense of entitlement. One of the interesting facts about that um, survey, by the way, is that 6% of parents said their children made more than 1,000 euro. Um, I mean, it, it's a lovely, lovely day for, for those uh, kids and for the parents and the families. But, I mean, you know, you know uh, this is a really, really good time. Um, I mean, I do think, I agree with Caroline, by the way, that uh, the credit union would be by far the best, the friendliest reception you'll get to bring your child into because you certainly won't get that uh, in a bank and you certainly won't get it on a, uh, some, something like Revolut. Yeah. But, Did um, you only know, say, know, John, is, you know, I mean, I made my first communion oh, a couple of years ago now. Um, and and like when I when I made it, I mean, not to be too pole faced about kids now. I remember the same thing happening, you know, cash. And when I think about it now, you know, it's all relative, of course. But like a lot of cash at the time, sure, we were all comparing it. You know, oh, look, oh, I got this, and you got that. That, that does go yeah. on, doesn't it, among the kids group? Well, you know, some of those um, people who are given the money, like it could be your your aunt who's. So sole income is a state pension and she's counting every penny she gives 20 euro and then suddenly there's a, a rich uncle who gives 50 and you're now starting to think less of that aunt uh, because you don't know mm. that she's on a state pension you're you know yeah. you're, you're only eight years of age so you know as i said the, the, there's um i think i would agree uh, that 20 euros should be the norm and then the parents or maybe the cod parents might give 100 euros uh, that would be the height of it. And then when the relatives would come from England and you'd get sterling. Oh, jeepers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, well, well, you know, uh, it, it is a really good time, though, to go to... What's this? Uh, <laughs> a, a, a bank or a building society or, or a credit union, even, um, to start the account, because that's actually the start of your financial life, actually. Yeah. Um, Rachel says, uh, €50 Euro for a family member to a child, €20 Euro after that. That's what um, Rachel feels the average could be uh, and you know and Kel I mean it's it's fascinating to see what's coming in here because nobody is suggesting 5 or 10 euro yeah no things have changed and I don't know if it's a mix of inflation or kind of pressure or whatever because I think everyone wants to be seen as generous and we show a lot of how, how we show our feelings and express our feelings through money by being generous with money and sometimes we can actually gift much more than we can afford at a given time because we want to show how we feel. So it can be hard. And like you were saying there a second ago, you know, the aunt who only gives 20 versus the other relative who gives 100, that comparison can have a negative impact and nobody wants to be the one that, that gives the 20 and it's tough. Yeah, and a key philosophical question is, how much would Jesus give a child for their first communion? <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> he may not be given euros, that's for sure. That's true. Because you know, there's a reason for First Communions that definitely these days has a tendency, maybe it always did as well, you know, get lost. I, I, I was talking to someone recently who said, you know, we, um, in, in the Catholic faith, um, far too early maybe even do communion. We certainly, the view is far too early do confirmation, for example, you know, where it's difficult for, for children to grasp the concept. Difficult for adults, I suppose. Yeah, and to have that amount of money at a young age, it is difficult. So no matter what, I think definitely have a chat with your child to see how they're feeling. Set out a plan, and um, you know, like, and if you can encourage them, you have to set set money aside for saving. Have some of it that they can spend now, but but put a plan for the spending. Think about well, what would you like? What's the one thing that your heart is set on, and focus on that. And definitely the charity side, be it a bunch of flowers for the teacher or giving money to their local, I'm a big fan of like the local animal shelter and going down to the local animal shelter and handing over the money and seeing the animals or something like that, that the the child can really get involved in. Because I think it's important, not just from a charity perspective, but also as a, a really early lesson, as an introduction to tax, that you don't get to keep all the money that you have. And, and, and I mean, as a matter of interest to all three of you, I'll ask you first, Caroline, do you remember what it felt like to get a cash gift as a child? I, I, I can remember my communion day and I, the biggest memory I have of it is my my mother's friend's son uh, took me in my communion dress down to get Tawny Banks with a milk bottle. And I went in with my white shoes and I came back and for the rest of the day, I, I didn't care about the money, but I had a, a dirty bottle of water with Tawny Banks in it. <laughs> And that was the highlight of my day. But, you know, I think the money, um, when my son made his communion there a number of years ago, uh, the school actually recommended that instead of, you know, the way at the, ch- in the churchyard, everybody's giving cards with money in them to all the children nearly in the class. And they recommended that um, we not put any money in the cards and that just to give a card to each child. Yeah. And I, I thought it was very sensible. Right. And what about you, John? Do you remember it in your youth? Oh. 
I remember it well. In fact, I don't want to kind of brag now, but I was living in Clontarf Castle. My granddad owned it. My dad was the first bar manager, the youngest bar manager in Dublin at the time. And we lived inside in Clontarf Castle. And one of the assistant managers also, there was a, a kind of apartment within the castle. And he, he and, and the, his wife lived in there. And they gave me my best um, kind of communion present that day, which was a solid chocolate uh, bottle of Guinness. <laughs> that's, that's the one I remember. It's a solid bottle of Guinness, and I couldn't. I, and, and I had a great time with it all together. I remember, I'm only eight years of age, or something. Seven. I was only seven. That's hilarious. Right. Uh, <laughs> and, and what about you, Cal? My stories aren't near as good as that at all. I was, I was the opposite end. I had two older brothers, and both of them obviously would have gone through communion confirmation before me, and they both got more than me. And I remember, I was that kid going. What did I do wrong? But I got way less money than my brothers. And it wasn't even about the day. It was the, the one-upmanship siblings have. But they had had, it was to do with them. Their, their godparents had different jobs and things like that. It was, as yeah. an adult, I can totally understand it. But as a child, I did feel a bit hard done by. Well, you see, that's it. And I think, you know, that is a very good point on which to end this chat. Although I'm sure we'll be getting more reaction during the rest of the morning on it. Because you have to consider that from the child's perspective. Well, thank you very much for great advice and uh, great personal anecdotes as well this morning. Kel Gallivan, Mrs. Smart Money, Caroline Long, CEO of the Limerick and District Credit Unions, and our friend, the money doctor, John Lowe. More to come. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nett on Live 95.